Coming up on today's Locked on Dimebacks podcast, part three with Sully Baseball, where we're looking at the best values on the over-under win totals for MLB teams this season. And then MLB Network dropped their top 10 projected steals list for this season. There was one Diamondback on the list, but there was one Diamondback that was totally MIA from the list. So we got to discuss that and so much more on today's Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. You are Locked on Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in today's Locked On Dimebacks podcast. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. I'm your host, Miller Thomas, host of this Locked On Dimebacks podcast. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please Go check out my website, MillerThomas24, myportfolio.com. I'm there to see all my latest work, from my packages to my articles, to my photos, and my graphic design. If you want to see more content by me, just follow me on Twitter, at CreativeThomas24 for my personal account, or just look up Locked on Dimebacks on both Twitter, Instagram for the podcast handle. And of course, thank you for making Locked on Dimebacks your first listen every day. I would not be able to do this podcast without you, my loyal listeners, sharing, subscribing, reviewing doing all that so I could do this podcast for you. Thank you. It's free and available on all platforms, so please continue to tell your friends. And one of those platforms is YouTube, so please hit subscribe on the Locked on Diamondbacks YouTube channel. But now, let's jump right into the conversation with Sully Baseball of Locked on MLB. I got another fun one for you, Sully. These two teams, I think, are being undervalued in the over-unders. Both the Seattle Mariners and Cleveland Mm -hmm. Guardians at 86 and a half wins. Oh, yeah. Easier. I, yeah, I I like the I like the Guardians to win the division. I like the Guardians pitching. I like the Guardians youth. I like the fact that the Guardians had a year last year with I mean they're, they're the youngest team in baseball with playoff experience and a Hall of Fame manager and good pitching. And I I mean the White Sox aren't going to have the the late Tony Larusa managing them anymore. <laughs> And I think Minnesota, I think, remember, Minnesota was leading the division in September before they had the disastrous final three weeks. So, yeah, they finished sub 500. They're better than that. But I think Cleveland is the best team. I think they're nine. I I would pick Cleveland to win 90. I like Seattle. Mm -hmm. I like C. I mean, obviously, Seattle, the last, they won 90 games each of the last two years. One was good enough to make the playoffs. The other wasn't good enough to make the playoffs. Um, obviously they, they made the division series. They got the, that proverbial monkey off their back. They're a good team. And they added Tiosca Hernandez. Yeah. And I think that they're, I think they're a team that's going to, you know, they're going to have another year of Julio, of Julio Rodriguez. They're going to have another year with a, with a good pitching staff and without wondering, are we going to make the playoffs? We're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, you did. And you can make it again. So I think both Seattle and Cleveland are 90-win teams. I think Houston's going to win the West. I think Houston's still the best team in the American League. Mm-hmm. I actually don't even think it's close. Um, but uh, Seattle is certainly a wild-card team. And I think Cleveland is the, is the best team in the Central. 
Yeah, I would smash the over on both of them. I just yeah, me too. I, I don't see how the Mariners don't get to ninety wins just because. Look at that rotation. You're going to get a full year now of Luis Castillo with the Robbie Rays, with the Logan Gilberts, with the Flexins mm-hmm. and the George Kirby's. Like all those guys are like in their mid twenties. All of them are really good quality starters. Plus all those guys in your lineup as well with another year of progression. I just love this Mariners team. They're young. I think they're just going to smash that over. And yeah. like the Cleveland Guardians, I think it's just more of a case of I hate that division. Like the Chicago. White Sox are projected at 83 and a half wins on FanDuel. Like, I'm hitting the under on that. I'm not really a big White Sox team guy this year. And the Twins, I think they'll probably do what they did last year. Probably where do they, where do they have the Twins at? They, they the have twins? the Twins. They are currently sitting at 84 and a half wins. So, one more projected win than the White Sox. So, if I you're think protect- that's, I, I think that's high for the Twins. Yeah. So, I, you got. You got the Guardians at 86, Twins at 84, and the White Sox at 83. Like, someone in that division has to win at least, what, 88 games? So, if I'm picking yeah. someone to win 88 games and win that division, I'm smashing on the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. yeah. I, think Cleveland. The, I think you have to take the over on the Guardians when you yeah. just compare it to that division. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe one final one, Sully, that I found kind of interesting. The St. Louis Cardinals are only at 88 and a half. Oh, man. I think no. 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 Mm. No. I think they're... I think you're easily a 90 win team. Yeah, because the Brewers are only 86 and a half wins projected. And I think that. And remember, the, Bre- the Brewers, Brewers finished one game behind the eventual National League champion, uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Interesting. Um, Phillies, 89 I, and a half to throw it out. There. I like the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals team. And I also like that the Cardinals would could potentially be in a position to. Their farm system always seems to produce trade chips. Um, so if they have a hole here or there, they have they have they have so much talent on that team, um, and that organization is so good top to bottom. Yeah, they're not going to have Molina, Molina, you know, and and um, you know the, some of the the old stalwarts are going to be gone. That doesn't matter with the Cardinals. There's always, old stalwarts always go. So uh, I liked the Cardinals are the team in that division. I like the most, uh, more so than Milwaukee. I don't dislike Milwaukee. It wouldn't stun me if Milwaukee was a wild card team. Uh, but I think Milwaukee is like an 82-83 win team. And I think the I think the Cardinals are gonna I think the Cardinals are gonna win that division by eight or nine games. So I think they're gonna be in ninety if I were to pick a number, force me to pick a number, I'll say ninety one wins for St. Lou. Uh so um I mean again, I could have egg on my face. I picked Jose Barrios to win the Cy Young Award last year. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Uh, I'm sure if you listen to my recordings last year, I was all but guaranteeing the White Sox to win the division. But, you know, but uh, I like St. Louis winning the division. I think White Sox have been like my dark horse AL team the last two years, and they've just completely disappointed. Yeah, they um, made that, I, that horse is glue now. Yeah, uh, the Cardinals. I'm smashing that. I mean, I think they have to hit 90 wins and win that division. I think that's pretty easily. Sully and I will continue that conversation, and if you like any of the odds that you're listening to and you want to place some money down, the best place to do it and the only place to do it is FanDuel because this year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner, of course, for Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel is, and if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat. First bet, you'll get up to 
$1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. This Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, best believe I'm going to wake up Sunday morning. I'm going to check the lines and whoever has the plus money, whether it's Chiefs or Eagles, I'm riding with that team because I like to bet on good odds. I like to double my money. And the only place I do that is FanDuel because the FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get your paid winnings instantly. That's right. They pay you out instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash lockdown to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash lockdown. Make every moment more. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Some other ones that are kind of fun that are quick hitters. The Red Sox are projected 78 and a half wins. I'm smashing the under on the Boston Red Sox right there. And then just a quick shout out, Ethan Smith of Lockdown Pirates. I would actually hit the over. Pirates, 67 and a half wins. I don't hate that lineup. I might bet they could win 69 wins or 69 games. I might bet that. Nice. I don't know. Nice. Thank you. Um, I'll believe the Pirates when I see it. Okay. And. I don't know if there's any. I don't see they've improved their team by seven games from last year. I don't see it. So we're getting pretty disrespectful with the Oakland A's. Fifty-nine and a half wins. That's wow. that's a tough. That's season. a minor league team. <laughs> that's a tough season. That's that's uh the God, baseball in Las Vegas would be such a disaster. What are they thinking? What are they thinking? You're not in. You don't real no, quick. You're not in. Absolute disaster. And, and if you're gonna do, if you're gonna put it in a new te- city. Put it in Nashville, put it in Portland, okay. put it in a city where you could actually support it. Vegas isn't going to support a baseball team. What are we, crazy? Mm. What, are we, Na- what are we? Nationals also 59 and a half wins. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And, and that means uh, Dave Martinez will soon be calling up Joe Girardi and Joe Madden as recent World Series winning managers who uh, need to update their LinkedIn page for a job. I think I don't see Dave Martinez surviving the season. Not that it's his fault. Not that it's his fault, but I mean, he has uh, no talent. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, but this is, but that's a that's a classic move. Uh, well, you know, I mean, they're they're not good now, Dave. Um, <laughs> or maybe he'll be like, um, yeah, I don't want to be here for a rebuild. You know, I mean, that's a distinct possibility too. Um, we'll see. We'll see. If you think the AL East could send three teams to uh, or three. I have three teams that win 90 games again. The Rays are projected 89 and a half, and then the Blue Jays 90 and a half. I can see. I mean, I think the, I think the Yankees and the Jays are going to win the mid-90s. Um, it would not stun me to see the Rays win 90. I think they're going to be high 80s, but it wouldn't stun me to win, see them win 90. Um, and it wouldn't stun me to see all three of those teams in the playoffs again. Hmm. Went through most of the teams there. I think those are all the interesting ones. Rangers are kind of interesting. 81 and a half. I no, you don't like I don't the see it. I don't like this Ranger team. <laughs> I didn't I, love again. I, I could I could I could have egg in my face. I don't see it. All I didn't due love, all due respect to Bruce Bochy, who I love. I don't see it. I probably agreed after the DeGrom signing, and then they got Nate Avaldi, then they got a little Kyle Gibson. I was like, ah, maybe yeah. see me and bounce back. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know. 
and please tell me they have a good medical plan for all the injuries for the uh, players you just said. So uh, look, I love Ivaldi. I love the Grom, but there are injury risks and they're not spring chickens anymore. What happens to older pitchers who are injury risks? They get injured. You know, I'm, um, this is not a, this is not out of the, out of the way prediction on my part. You know what's kind of fun when looking at the division winners, Dodgers minus 140, Padres plus 140, pretty close in the odds. Kind of a toss-up between those two teams and when the NOS as it currently stands. Yeah. Well, look at I, I think as of right now, I'm gonna pick the Dodgers until proven di- till proven otherwise. Um uh people have gone broke betting against the Dodgers in the division. Um, I'm riding with the X man. I'm riding with the X man to win that. Uh, Padres going to be very good, very very good. I just, I think the Dodgers are going to win the division because that's just always what happens. Mm, that's fair. It's like death and taxes. Death taxes of the Dodgers winning the division and somehow finding a way to, to lose in the playoffs. Yes, that's what we want to see. I mean, the perfect season is the Dodgers win 105 games and lose in the first round again. I mean, I want to see those franchise records get broken in the regular season so the Hawks could be ripped out in the playoffs. Right down the street from me right now, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, look at man. We covered a lot here. Well, man, covered you a said lot. you can only do 20 minutes today. Look at you. Power and look through. At us. Look at us. Yeah, I am. Uh, but, uh, um, yeah, we got to uh, – I got to go ice my arm, maybe do a cortisone shot. Uh, Miller Thomas, tell people where they can follow your great show. Follow my personal Twitter account, at CreatorThomas24. Follow the show account, Locked on Diamondbacks. Just search it up, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on YouTube as well. Please, Locked on Diamondbacks, please hit subscribe. And, of course, we're on all your podcasting platforms. You can follow us at Locked on MLB Pods and Twister. Twister. Mm-hmm. While you're playing Twister or watching the film Twister uh, or on Twitter. And you can follow me and Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Running out of gas with our friend Miller Thomas. <laughs> two and two when I said I don't find the energy for one. This has been Locked on MLB, Locked on Diamondbacks crossover for the 6th and 7th of February. I'm Paul Francis Sullivan. Call me Sully. That's Miller Thomas. Let's fist pump as I'm about to fall asleep. We'll continue the podcast, but first I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar because if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar because we just got through the holidays. It's February now. A lot of y'all probably starting to slip a little bit, but not me because for me, being healthy is a lifestyle. But even with that being said, I have to admit, I still have a sweet tooth. I still have candy cravings and junk cravings. And after the gym, when I'm getting that little sugar rush, I don't go to the grocery store and go down the candy aisle and buy some gummy bears. No, go to the grocery store. I go to Walmart or Sam's Club and I pick up a box of Built Bars because Built Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet, covered in a 100% real chocolate, soft and easy to chew. It makes you think that you're eating a candy bar when in reality you're actually eating a protein bar. And like I said, you don't have to just go to Built.com anymore. Now go to your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box. I suggest the cookies and cream because that's my absolute favorite flavor. Built Bar, Built.com, Walmart, or Sam's Sam's Club. Pick up a big box today and you won't regret it.
now, let's get into the part of the podcast where I want to talk about this little graphic I saw MLB Network drop because they got their top 10 projected steals leaders for 2023. And I found this list to be kind of interesting because let's go through some of the players on this list. And number one, you got Ronald Acuna Jr., who some people are like, huh? Ronald Acuna doesn't get kind of a bum knee, always kind of in and out the lineup with injury. That's an interesting one at number one. Number two, Cedric Mullins, who had a little bit of a down season, but still very fast. Number three, or tied for second with Cedric Mullins, Estery Ruiz projected 30 steals, tied with Mullins. Acuna projected 35. At number four, tied for fourth, actually, is Bobby Witt Jr., 27 steals, along with Tommy Edmond, also tied at four at 27 steals. And then the great... Diamondback Jake McCarthy also tied at four or 27 steals. So looking at the top 10 list and seeing Jake McCarthy tied for the fourth most projected steals in Major League Baseball made me very happy because, of course, Jake McCarthy had a breakout season last year for the D-backs. And he's someone coming into the year I did not have big expectations for, like I said. And then by the end of the year, I was like, damn, this guy Jake McCarthy is a dude. 23 stolen bases, only caught stealing three times, 770 OPS, a two, what was his batting average, a 283 average, like it was a really nice season from a Jake McCarthy, and that speed component is probably the biggest skill he has, and seeing him on the bases, seeing him be a table setter is going to be even greater for the D-backs next season because with the bigger bases, I think there's going to be an increase in stolen bases next season because of these bigger bases. There's going to be a shorter path to go from first to second base. And a guy like Jake McCarthy, I think, is going to benefit greatly. And if he hits 27 stolen bases after only after stealing 23 in 99 games, 27 stolen bases, if he plays 130 games, might actually be kind of low. But the real reason I want to bring this up today is not just to highlight the fact that Jake McCarthy, our guy, 25 years of age, after having a breakout season, already projected to be a top five leader in stolen bases. That's not what I just want to do with that graphic because I want to highlight Jake McCarthy, but I also want to kind of expose whoever voted on this projected steals list because one man was viciously left off this stolen base projected list. That man is the fastest player in baseball depending on how many minimum minimum opportunities you do on StatCast. Because if you just do 10 minimum opportunities on StatCast, the fastest player in baseball is Corbin Carroll at 30.7 feet per second. Corbin Carroll is listed as the fastest, the fastest player in Major League Baseball. And it just got me questioning, how is Corbin Carroll not on this list? I know Jake McCarthy already played a basically a full season you already know what kind of speed he has so you expect a little bit more you already saw 23 and 99 games probably 27 and 120 130 games but Corbin Carroll knowing he's the fastest player in baseball knowing he's going to have a full season with the D-backs next year I don't see how Corbin Carroll's not a projected top 10 player like Aldoberto Mondesi, who the Red Sox just acquired, is projected 23 stolen bases, tied for 10th, along with Starling Marte and Trey Turner. Like, 23? Don't think Corbin Carroll can get at least 23? Like, if Jake McCarthy's stealing 27, I think Corbin Carroll is at least matching, if not having a better season than Jake McCarthy when it comes to stolen bases. So, I just thought it was crazy that this projected steals list did not even have the fastest player in baseball 
And also seeing this list just reminded me about the crazy team speed the D-backs are going to have next season and how I think that's their biggest skill and their biggest advantage they're going to have to creating run scoring opportunities like I think the D-backs need to be a team of chaos next season like I think that's going to be their best path to making the postseason you get great pitching you kind of have to get above your head pitching you want Gallon to repeat as a Cy Young Award winner you want Merrill Kelly to repeat what he did last year but you kind of need above your head pitching from some of your young starters and the Ryan Nelsons or the Dre Jameson probably going to need a couple of relievers to pop like the Kevin Gingles or something of the world but for the D-backs offense to be competitive to get them into the postseason, I think you need the offense to be chaotic next year. And that means creating havoc on the base paths, sending dudes, being ultra aggressive, sometimes even playing small ball. You got so much speed on the bases. Hey, if there's a man on second with no outs, why not lay a bunt down? It could be a Jake McCarthy or Corbin Carroll laying the bunt down. All of a sudden, he could beat that bunt out for an infield hit or something like that so I want to create havoc on the bases if I'm the D-backs because last year they were fourth in the National League in stolen bases as a team with 104 the teams ahead of them aren't exactly good the Marlins led that led the NL last year in steals we know they weren't very good the Cubs were second they weren't very good the Phillies were third they did go to the World Series the D-backs were fourth then you have the Dodgers fifth Brewers sixth Cardinals seven. So when you look from three to seven outside the D-backs, all those teams were relatively pretty good. And if you look at the amount of runs that they put on the board, each one scored over 700 runs. The Marlins and Cubs did not put up 700 runs. The D-backs just snuck in over the 700 run total with 702. But of the playoff teams from that three to seven range, the Phillies, Dodgers, and Cardinals, they all scored at least 747 runs. The Phillies were the lowest scoring team of that bunch at 747. So for the D-backs to make the playoffs, they're probably going to have to score around 750 runs. They were at 702 last year. They have to figure out a way to add another 45 to 50 runs to their total from last season and the best way to do that is to be aggressive on the base paths you're going to have dudes in your lineup who are table setters going to have dudes on your lineup that can take extra bases turn singles into doubles when they're already on first base they can turn first to thirds go from second to home you're going to have a lot more run scoring opportunities i think with the speed you have already on your team with their bigger bases i think that's the path for the d-backs to having an offense that could compete for a wild card spot jake mccarthy 23 stolen bases last year projected 27 for next season, Corbin Carroll is going to have a big season, I think, with stolen bases. You, you of course, lost Dalton Varsho, who's fast. But the funny thing is, when you look at the stat cast, like I said, if you put it on a minimum of 10 opportunities, Corbin Carroll is the fastest player in baseball. If you put it to 75 minimum opportunities, Corbin Carroll is no longer eligible. But now, Jake McCarthy is listed as the fifth fastest player in major league baseball with at least 75 opportunities and if you double the opportunities to 150 now all of a sudden alec thomas is the 10th fastest player in baseball so the d-backs have some sort of combination of what three of the top 25 fastest player in baseball maybe two of the top 10 that has to be their path to making an offense that can compete be chaotic and be good enough to compete in the postseason like jake mccarthy Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas, and don't forget Josh Rojas and his 23 stolen bases as well from last season. 
Kenta Marte's no slouch. Gerardo Perdomo stole nine last season. Like, that's something. Like, this D-backs team, I think the offense is going to be good. I like their rotation. I think it has upside. The bullpen's a little bit better as well. But if we're just looking at the lineup and the offense, being being chaotic, creating havoc, and trying to be aggressive as possible on the base pass, I think is the best case scenario for the D-backs competing for a wild card spot in 2023. Now, that's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. Come back next week for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. Shout out Sully Baseball for hopping on the pods all week with me. Go catch up on any pods you might miss. Thank you for making Locked on Dimebacks your first listen every day. Make your second listen of the day the Locked on MLB Prospect Show with host Lindsey Crosby. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy. Deuces.